0: Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to the Elemental Evans show. Thank you very much for tuning in on this beautiful Wellness Wednesday episode. Today, I wanted to start off with a quote. And today's quote is by George Bernard says, we don't stop playing because we grow old. We grow old because we stop playing. Now, I wanted to use this quote because I feel that it very nicely ties into today's topic, which is all about play. Now, Many of you might be wondering, why is a health and wellness podcast talking about play? Well, it turns out play is actually very fundamental in our early childhood development as well as our continued development throughout adulthood and really teaches us a lot of things like social norms and uh, ways to, you know, deal with, you uh, you know, kind of having to deal with a little bit of adversity and figuring out a way and being physical, you know, in a good way, obviously getting out and getting some movement in. Uh, There's many, many ways in which play actually benefits us. And unfortunately, It's one of the things that we're actually losing as a society, especially the older uh, generation, right? Or not older generation necessarily, but, you know, as we get older, we start to lose our play. And the reason this is important is because if you actually look at the animal kingdom or more specifically in mammals, um, you know, Britannica states that around 80% of mammals, and I think they include birds in there as well, uh, all play. Now, I think there's actually other animals that uh, should be included in this, such as octopus, because if you've ever seen My Octopus Teacher, which is a really cool documentary, uh, you or I don't know if you'd consider that a documentary or not, but anyways, um, you get to see where the octopus actually plays with fish. It's super wild, um, really, really crazy to see, but nonetheless, we really need play, and we start to lose our Kind of desire and almost ability to play as we get older uh this is due to you know multiple factors but it's really wild to see how as we get older it's kind of frowned upon to play right it's like you're being a kid there's even phrases around it of like you play too much right um it's you know there's kind of this whole culture around when you get older like you're not supposed to play but the opposite couldn't be more true Uh, In fact, if we look at a lot of mammals, a lot of them play into their later years. And a lot of times it's with their children to help develop these different social skills and help develop uh, their brain and their bodies uh, to function in the society that they grow up in and um, really teaches them some valuable lessons that they can use later on in life. And I think it's also very important for us to note that we as human beings, we do a lot of growth and development outside of the womb, right? Um, If you think about a baby, a baby is still developing largely when it's born and uh, it's almost helpless, right? Like it's doing all this additional development, especially within the brain as it's growing up, whereas a lot of animals, uh, they come out a little bit more developed and able to take care of themselves. Uh, We have this time where we're really still developing um, even after birth. And play is going to have a huge role in how we develop, um, especially as kids, so make sure that you're letting your kids get out there and play, uh, but even for ourselves. And so today's whole talk is going to be really revolving around play, why it's good, uh, not only for us as kids, but also for when we get older as adults. And also, how it could actually help increase our lifespan, which is one of the main things that I'm really focused on, is you know increasing our lifespan, allowing us to live a longer amount of time, but also enjoying those years that we're living for. Right? Um, to me, I don't want to live a long life if it's not enjoyable, and you know where I'm able to do all the things that I want to do. So, to me, increasing lifespan means. Increasing not only the years of your life, but the life of your years, right? Uh, that nice little saying there. So why is play important? As I already said, most mammals do it. We do it. We need to do it. It helps us to develop uh, cognitively, physically, socially, emotionally even. And it's actually been shown to help develop areas in kids such as confidence, self-esteem, resilience, interaction, social skills, independence, curiosity, coping with challenging situations, that's a huge one, Uh, physical fitness, and then balance and coordination, all of which are extremely, incredibly important. And if you really think about kids when they're playing, or even when you played as a kid, like what were some of the things that you were doing? You were typically going outside and getting very physically active in terms of, you know, playing hide and seek or cops and robbers or whatever the heck it was that you were playing. Maybe it was hopscotch. And while you were playing, you were mingling with other people, other kids, right? Learning to develop these social skills, learning social norms amongst each other and really how to build a relationship, how to develop, how to start a relationship, how to continue that relationship um, and also learning uh, how to define boundaries and learning how to set rules and and follow and listen and all these different things, right? Like there's so much benefit. Um, and on top of that, you're outside, you're breathing fresh air, you're getting dirty, hopefully. And, you know, just being a kid, right? Uh, there's a very de-stressing nature to play as well, which is very, very important for adults. And we will get into that uh, a little bit more. But I also wanted to take a moment and talk a bit about coping with challenging situations so one thing I think we're really starting to lack in our current society is we don't allow the younger generation to struggle a little bit uh, struggle is important we need to be you know faced with difficult situations because that is how we ultimately learn and grow uh, I see it all too often where you know a great example is like a kid tying their shoe of course it's pretty frustrating to teach a young kid how to tie a shoe um, they will you know mess it up many many times and it might take them a while to get it but if we never force our kids to learn and we just enable them by tying their shoes for them it's actually going to be a much more like you know a, a, a prolonged issue if you uh, never allow them to struggle and figure out how to tie their shoes on their own. And I understand that, you know, of course, parents are extremely busy as a parent, uh, especially if you have a job as well, like you have very little time and I, I can absolutely respect that. But if you are just enabling your kid over and over again, whether it's cooking all their food for them, whether it's tying their shoes, cleaning up after them, all of the different chores that eventually they will need to be able to do one day, The more and the longer you enable them in doing these tasks, the longer it's going to take for them to learn, which is ultimately going to eat up more of your time. So while it might be difficult to be patient in the moment and make your kids struggle a little bit, it is going to be largely beneficial later on in life. There's actually a show called... Uh, I think it's called, Ooh, I'm totally forgetting. It's old enough. There we go. It's a Japanese television show where these very young kids are given a task, like go to the grocery store and purchase some items and then come on back to the house. And I mean, they're like three years old, right? Maybe four. And they're given money. They're told how to go to the store. It's the store that their parents always go to, you know, so they should know the route. And it's just so interesting to see how the kids work through these difficult situations. You know, there's a lot of things that happen. Maybe their bag rips and all of their, you know, all their groceries fall onto the floor. And then they have to, you know, figure out how they're going to pick it all up and carry it home. And, you know, it's like all these little tasks that if an adult was there, of course, we would just help out the kid, pick up this stuff for them that they dropped and, you know, whatever it may be. But by forcing them to do it on their own we're allowing them to them to develop these skills at a younger age which is going to ultimately aid them later on in life so my biggest thing right now is if you are raising a child right now absolutely allow them to have some safe but struggle right like don't put them in you know any kind of a dangerous situation but allow them to have a little bit of struggle give them some, some responsibility right because they're going to need to learn that down the road anyways and the earlier we can instill that in our kids is going to be you know just ultimately better not only for them but for everyone else um i know that there's a lot of kids nowadays who you know they're they lack certain social skills um you know they are not able to do some you know what we would almost consider basic kind of tasks because they've just been enabled so much in their early stages of life and they've never been given the opportunity to kind of struggle and figure those things out for themselves so i love um out of the quote uh you are or sorry out of the book you are a and sorry i'm just quoting here but you are a badass um and you are a badass at making money i can't remember which one it is she has a few books i think her name is like jen shapiro uh, and she says, tough love is still love, right? As as much as it may hurt to have to give your kids some tough love, and, you know, it might make you a little sad in the time uh, being, but at the end of the day, it is love. You are doing it from a place of love. You want them to succeed in life and do well, and therefore you are going to give them a little bit of struggle because you know it's for the greater good. So play ultimately can help with that. When you allow your kids to go outside and play, they're going to come across difficult situations and how they navigate those situations is going to be pretty key in moving forward in life. It's uh, while it might not be something that they can reflect on and think like, Oh, when I was a kid, I, you know, did this in this game. Right. But without actually think about like more subconsciously they're going to know how to navigate certain social situations and just difficult situations overall, uh, better than a person who maybe never was given the opportunity to go outside and play with kids and, and, you know, learn all these different skills. So it is absolutely crucial for our development, especially as children to get outside and play, allow your kids to go outside, allow them to play. Uh, I know video games, are considered a form of play and to a degree it can have some benefit in terms of like the community around it and all of that good stuff but at the end of the day i think getting outside and having some of that old school play is really just the best form of play Um, like i said you get the social interaction you get the physical interaction as well which is great for the body Uh, so overall play is just great for children now as I stated earlier, play is not just important for kids. Hey everyone, I want to take a quick moment from this episode to talk a little bit about the nutrient gaps in our diets. If you listen to the show often, then you already know that due to some specific farming practices, depleted topsoils, and nutrient deficient foods that are out on the market, we are lacking in very critical vitamins and minerals that are absolutely necessary for us to perform at our top level and fight off some of those nasty diseases that I talk about on this show. Now, for that reason, I turn to my favorite microalgae, spirulina. The reason I love spirulina is because it's not technically a supplement, although sometimes I do refer to it as that, but rather it's a food, it's an algae, and it comes in these tiny little tablets or in a powdered form, and it's super simple to take, but it's packed with 40 plus vitamins and minerals, and in fact, NASA had studied spirulina in the 1970s, and it has even been claimed by some to be one of the most powerful concentrated foods available. Now, on top of all of that, it's super high in chlorophyll, which is great for cleansing the blood of heavy metals. And it has even been seen to have some antioxidant and anti-inflammatory properties in the brain. This is huge in terms of battling some of these cognitive diseases that we absolutely want to stay away from. But unfortunately, we are seeing a rise here in our society in these cognitive diseases. Now, When it comes to spirulina, absolutely, as with anything, quality does matter. And for that reason, I always turn to Energy Bits. Energy Bits goes the extra mile to make sure that they're producing the top of the line spirulina and chlorella. Energy Bits uses filtered spring water to make sure you're not getting any nasty contaminants in there. And for their chlorella, they actually use sound to break the cell walls of the chlorella, which is amazing because a lot of other companies don't do that. And it can lead to some unwanted properties in the end product. Now, if you want to get your hands on some of these energy bits, which I absolutely recommend you do because it is one of the easiest ways to get in some essential vitamins and minerals daily. And it's as simple as just eating five to 10 of them a day with a little bit of water, or if you care to chew them, you absolutely can. Like I said, it's just a food. It is a algae that you can literally eat or just take like a pill. And for being a listener of this show, you are going to get hooked up with 20% off your entire order by using the code elemental. That's E-L-E-M-E-N-T-A-L at checkout for 20% off your entire order. The Owner and founder of Energy Bits, Katherine Arnston, is an amazing person who is very concerned with providing high-quality spirulina and chlorella, and I've had her on the show twice now, absolutely go out and check those two episodes with her and I to hear more about spirulina and chlorella and the amazing properties of both of them. Once again, if you want to get your hands on some of these, head over to energybits.com. That's bits, B-I-T-S. If you want, you can just go to the show notes. I'll have the link right there with my code as well for 20% off your entire order kids play is also very extremely for adults as well and there's multiple ways in which play is actually beneficial to an adult for example it's been shown to increase uh creativity uh it allows one to appreciate beauty better it improves one's outlook on life their sense of humor uh, and gives them a better ability to cope with stress as well as obviously improving improving their physical health depending on the type of play that they're doing now Those might not sound that incredible, but overall, those are very beneficial things to have, like improving one's outlook on life and even being able to cope with stress better. As I stated earlier, we, well, actually, I stated this in a different podcast episode. Sorry about that. (laughs) We are highly stressed individuals, and this comes from basically just living in a state of a sympathetic nervous system as opposed to parasympathetic nervous system. So we are just always kind of in this slightly stressed state. We're not taking deep, full breaths. We're stressed about work. We're stressed about um, you know, our partner, our kids, uh, traffic, bills, whatever it may be, right? There's all these different kinds of stressors that we have nowadays. And we don't tend to go into the parasympathetic state enough where we can really just calm down and relax. Now, when we play a game or we go outside and just play in general, while you might be activating a sympathetic response because it's a very active game like basketball or something like that, it is still very de-stressing, right? It's an opportunity for you to relax and let go of the troubles of the day and just really be present in the moment and focused on, you know, the game itself and the camaraderie and just... Like I said, being present, right? It is almost a form of a meditation. Uh, it's being able to drop in like some of these high level athletes, you know, they get into the zone, right? They get into that, that flow state where they are just completely present and focused right on the moment. And this can have some really great benefits for our mental health as well obviously playing a sport is going to be extremely beneficial for our physical health. So it has also been shown, and I tried to find the science backing this one. Everything else you can look up and you will find uh, backing for it on, you know, Dr. Google. Uh, But this is the one where I could not find where I found or where I heard about this. Um, But I believe it was Dr. Deepak Chopra who said this. And he said that when you do a workout... Where you know like you have to drag yourself to the gym and you're just completely dreading it, like you had to force yourself to get there and force yourself to get through the workout. that compared to, let's say, in a, a type of workout that you enjoy, like maybe having a pickup game of basketball with your best friends. there's going to be a difference in the level of endorphins, which are your brain chemicals or your feel-good brain chemicals. Uh, there's going to be a difference in between these two exercises and the release of endorphins. The one where you had to force yourself to the gym, of course, you're still going to have a release of endorphins because working out will just do that for you. It's incredible uh, for the mind and the body. But if you enjoy the activity that you are doing, aka playing, right? You're actually going to have a higher increase in endorphins, uh, a release of endorphins. So you're actually having more like feel-good chemicals in the body just by doing something that you're enjoying, right? Um, now, like I said, I don't have the science to back it up. I'm very sorry for that one. I believe I heard it from Deepak Chopra. Feel free to go to try and find it if you if you care to do so. Um, but... Nonetheless, I'm going to stick with it. I like it. And personally, I feel it myself. So when I go do a workout like acro yoga with Ashley, it is something that I truly, truly enjoy. And when we do acro yoga and we're just having a great time and just playing, the time flies by. And then you not only does the time fly by, but by the time you're done doing acro yoga, you feel just an overall sense of really well-being, Like, I don't know how to explain it. I'm sure you have all experienced this, but you just feel good. And it is due to that release of those endorphins, very likely. So getting out and playing is going to be extremely beneficial for any age, basically. And on top of increasing physical health, uh, it also does increase our mental health. So they've seen that when you are in a good mood, basically... Uh, you are able to increase your ability to learn information as well as to retain that information and recall on that at a later time and day. They have seen that this is very likely because when we are in a good or improved mood, we are going to be releasing more dopamine, which is going to basically make learning feel fun. Like it's going to make it feel enjoyable and rewarding. And when you enjoy, you know, something that you're learning about, you're just more likely to store those memories and learn that information faster. And a very good example of this is if you were in a classroom and you're practically falling asleep because the, you know, the teaching is just completely boring it's very likely that you're not going to remember that information, right? Like a week or two later, or maybe even just later that day, you probably are not going to remember much of the information that was being relayed to you by your teacher. However, if you were completely engaged in that teaching, maybe it was a hands-on activity, right? And you were able to really just be engaged and, uh, enjoy the type of learning, it's much more likely that you're going to remember those teachings for a longer period of time and also be able to call, recall on those uh, on that information easier than if you were in a, you know, kind of bored state, I, I would say, in when you were learning that information. So being in a good mood, having play, whether it's with, you know, just a sport or actually learning something, it is going to be beneficial. And the last and probably most important thing here in terms of, you know, really increasing our lifespan with play is community, right? So I know, of course, that play increasing our physical activity levels and, you know, also if it's in terms of learning, that's going to increase the um, cognitive uh, uh, benefits. But We have seen time and time again with these blue zones that one of the most reoccurring themes and most important themes among these blue zones is their community. It is their connection to the community. It is their friendships. It is having good camaraderie with people. It is having someone to turn to when you need someone to talk to, right? It is so, so important to have this community. And a lot of the times play can lead to that because of course you can play something by yourself, but it's very likely that your form of play is going to include other people, whether it's a basketball team, whether it's aqua yoga, whether it's even chess, right? Like you have to play someone in chess typically, or I mean, you could play a computer, but you know, you could obviously play with someone and find a community of people. And that right there is going to be so beneficial for our health, right? I mean, if you really just took the de-stressing nature of play, the physical nature of play, the ability for us to learn faster and recall on that information better with play or enhanced moods, and as well having a sense of community through play, those are all amazing factors for increasing our lifespan and can really, really just help us not only live longer, but enjoy the years in which we're living, right? I mean. It is very enjoyable to have a community that you can share time with and share you know, these activities with. Um, it's much more enjoyable than just coming home and being alone every single day, right? And especially now that we know loneliness is on the rise and is at hot, the highest levels it's ever been at in terms of our recording of it. If you haven't listened to my previous episodes on depression and anxiety and just mental health overall, please go check them out. Um, I believe it was stated that somewhere around 60% of people uh, have stated that they feel lonely on a regular basis here in the US. Uh, That's 60%. I'm almost 100%. I'm I'm quoting it right. I knew it was over 50% for sure. That's a lot of people that feel lonely, right? And that is not good for our any kind of our health, our mental, our physical health, our spiritual health, any of that. It is terrible for it. So go play, go find a group of people to go be a kid again with and just go play. It's going to do wonders for your mental health, your physical health, your spiritual health, everything, right? Because we like to look at health as a whole being, right? Everything is interconnected. We're not just isolating health to what we eat or how we exercise, right? They're important, but they're only pieces of the puzzle and play is a very important piece as well. So that's where I'm going to leave you all. Is get outside and play. If you are a grown adult, which you're very likely are, if you're listening to this podcast, get outside and play. <laughs> go be a kid again. It's a great time. It can literally give you youth, essentially, and make you just feel young again, which is incredible. Uh, so go outside. I don't care what it is that you're doing, whether it's a throwing a Frisbee around or playing basketball, whatever. I don't care. Just go out and play. Make those connections with people and uh, add some life to your years, right? Okay, everyone. That is going to do it for today's episode. I really appreciate you all for tuning in to these episodes time in and time again It really means a lot to me. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone who is going to benefit from hearing this, Uh, friends, family, loved ones. If you share this on any of your socials, please go ahead and tag me. I would love to see that. If you haven't already subscribed on any of these platforms where you're listening to this podcast app, please do do so now. And uh, if you haven't left a review or a rating... Please also do that on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I believe you can leave uh, ratings, so go ahead and leave that five-star rating if you enjoyed this, and please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It is going to help this show be seen by other people, and it's also something for me to look at and see what I'm doing right or doing wrong and really just can uh, you know help me improve this show, and i love to see what all of you have to say. Thank you so much for tuning in. Have a beautiful rest of your day. You guys know the motto of the show. It's do everything with good intentions and connect to your elements. Have a beautiful one, everyone. Peace. And I know you guys are going to love it too. Enjoy. This podcast is for educational purposes only.